in a world where sand is all fire. All fire is sand now. So going to the beach is a lot less fun. And this summer, the beach is too hot to go swimming at. So the surfer boys are out. And there's only one surfer boy who can ride the sickest wave and put all of the sand fire out with his big sploosh of water. <laughs> I am Batman, hi. Welcome to Geek Film Critic, where we explore the best, worst, and most middle in the world of cinema. I'm Luke Jackson, I'm your host, I'm your best friend, and I am your cleaning lady. Let me in, your windows are dirty. Um, this week was a grind for me, man. It was a hard week in the world of cinema. It's a real test of my cinematic stamina, if you will. There's this like really weird niche of horror movies that's just like really terrible shark horror movies, right? And like everyone's heard of Sharknado. That's kind of like the huge one. And more recently, like there was a big bit budget one called The Meg with I think Vin Diesel. But this, these like shark horror movies have kind of taken off. And so as you dive further in, it, it just gets more niche and more weird. And there are movies like Santa Jaws, The Shark Exorcist, Sky Shark, Sand Sharks, and our film today, Sharks of the Corn, which, you know, it's just a very interesting niche, and I've never really been into these movies. Like, I've seen Sharknado, and it wasn't my cup of tea. I just didn't love it. Like, the guy jumping through the shark with the chainsaw was pretty cool, and I remember that pretty vividly. But, you know, I just never, I was never really drawn to this brand of shark horror where all of the all of it is bad <laughs> and you know but I am a real sucker for movies that are so bad they're good and I guess that's kind of been a more recent thing so maybe I need to revisit Sharknado but I do really love these movies that are so bad that they're they're good and they're just really fun to watch so when Sharks of the Corn was recommended to me the other day I you know I thought I'd give it a shot and uh here we are so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do our 30 second synopsis and then we're gonna dive into Sharks of the Corn a little bit so I'll throw 30 seconds on the clock Begin. So Sharks of the Corn is bad. It's basically about the underlying story is that there's a shark cult who's waiting for the great white shark god to come and Stonehenge is powering this cosmic shark to come and turn all of the people in this cult into shark-human hybrids and they're going to take over the earth. Is is essentially, that's about 27 seconds. That's essentially what this movie is about at its at its most simple, but um, you know that's not really what we get. There's a lot of just kind of overlapping random ass stories that don't do anything for me. Like there's this kind of weird story about this guy who's framed for murder, and then there's a story about this real estate agent who is is like Bigfoot's here come buy farms from me because Bigfoot's here. And then there's also like this cop and this undercover CIA agent. Anyway, so this movie is a tough one to critique because it's all bad, but it's all bad presumably on purpose, right? So it's hard to look at it objectively. Well, not objectively. It's hard to look at it and, and analyze it because they're going for a movie. I think they're going for a movie that's so crappy it's good. Like that's that's I I'd really like to sit down with uh, Tim Ritter who wrote and directed this film to just kind of understand where he was coming from because 
it's hard to tell what what was the intention with this movie. You know, right up front, I'll tell you that this is the worst movie I've ever seen. And it was so hard for me to sit through. Like, it really tested me. There were so many points where I just wanted to turn it off and bail. And I totally would have if I didn't have this podcast to do. <laughs> and so, like, I really want to sit down with the director and just be like, what was the point? Like, was it trying to be fun? Or were you trying to make, like, a serious horror movie and you just couldn't? Like, it can't be that. Like, that I'm ruling out. That's not what it is. But if he was trying to make a movie so bad that it's good, he did a really bad job. Right? Like, it's it, this movie is only an hour and 45 minutes, but it really felt like it was a six-hour movie. It was so dry and so boring, and there were almost no saving graces. And like, I'm just not sure what the intent was, so it's really hard to critique it. If... if Tim was really going for a movie that was going to make everyone watching it want to blow their brains out, then he absolutely nailed it. But again, if his intent was to make a movie so bad that it's good, he failed miserably. But at the same time, it's tough to even find this information in his intent because I'm one of the 138 people who have logged this film on Letterboxd, right? I'm pretty sure it only has like 31 logs on imdb maybe it's closer maybe it's like 146 i'll look up right now but 146 people have logged this movie on imdb so it's not and there's probably some overlap there so it's not like it's it's a very popular film again this was movie was presented to me i would have never have heard about this film if it wasn't presented to me but um it's it's like impossible to find anything online i i looked it up and from what i found online it's it's like a straight-to-DVD movie, and Tim Ritter has done little to no press. And so, you know, I think one of my problems with watching this, too, and why it was so hard for me, is I don't think it's meant for solo viewing. I think it's a movie that would have been more tolerable if, you know, I was with a group of inebriated friends at some party, because I don't think this is a watch... This, is, this isn't a sober watching movie by yourself on your couch, because it's impossible. It's so hard to get through. It was like eating sandpaper. And it's just like everything about the movie is bad and I don't need like I don't even feel like it's worth it to spell it out because it's just all so bad it isn't fun it's just cheap and bad the writing is abysmal the sound design is so jarring the music is so poorly made obviously the FX are atrocious and just like from top to bottom from beginning to end this movie is bad it was so dry which was so disappointing because on the outskirts I was really hoping for a children of the corn-esque film but with sharks because that's what they were presenting and if you haven't seen children of the corn the whole thing is, is there's a cult of children who are murdering adults so what if there was a cult of children that were murdering adults with sharks super into that that's not what we get here there is this cult but it's just so poorly done and so like somehow rushed but then also drawn out to the the highest degree possible and you know, it just was, it bummed me out because anyone with an iMovie and access to a high school drama room program prop room could make this movie. Like, anyone could do it. And it's just like, as I was sitting down to, to write down some of my thoughts about what I was going to say, I just have so little to say about this movie. Because it just didn't, it doesn't feel worth worth it to mention any of it because it's all bad which bumps me out because i again i think these bad movies really have a place in cinema and i really think they can offer a lot to people who are just looking to have a good time and not think too much and have fun and you know i just it just again just bum me out and i think the difference 
here and why this movie doesn't kind of cross over into a movie that's so bad it's good is because there was no heart in the movie. It didn't feel like Tim Ritter cared about what he was putting in front of us, what he was sending to theater. Well, I don't even, not in theaters, but he was presenting to an audience. The bad movies that I've seen that I've really like enjoyed have heart and people behind and in front of the camera are really putting their heart into it and just trying to have fun with it regardless of the content of the script right and i think that's the difference is it just kind of felt to me that nobody cared about what they were doing here they were just trying to get it done but you know it's it's again it's this weird niche but at the same time and i guess i, I don't have enough experience with this niche to say this but in my mind, making a niche movie isn't an excuse for making a low quality movie, right? You can have a $300 budget and still care about what you're doing and there can be some value there. Again, it just felt like there was no heart. And one example of this is there was this scene where this woman is, being, is, is looking through for Bigfoot in this cornfield and there's a speck of water that gets on the lens. And the speck of water is they just keep it there. Right, and they don't reshoot, they don't do another take. It's just there throughout the film. And that really bothered me because it's just such a simple thing to be like, well, okay, that didn't turn out and that's gonna distract the audience, so let's just do another take. It's a 10 second scene, let's just run it again. And so it's just like stuff like that where it just took me out of it and it, it didn't allow me to have fun with it because it wasn't having fun with itself. Again, which is a huge bummer because the idea of a cult who worships sharks and is waiting to be turned into shark hybrids is a pretty damn good idea for a bad movie. All it would take is a little bit of commitment to the bit and I think it would have been really, really fun. Overall, I just like absolutely struggled with this movie. I could barely get through it. I was waiting for it to be done from the minute it started. It's super forgettable. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and not gonna be able to tell anybody about what this movie was about. And if this is your niche, like if you're like shark horror is where I live, please, God, show me some value in it because I want to be on your team. I want to enjoy these movies, but this really just turned me off from all of the shark movies. I'm not going to dive back in. I'm not going to watch Shark Exorcist because it just doesn't, it doesn't, it wasn't fun. I didn't have fun watching it, which bums me out because and maybe my expectations were too high because I was expecting to have a lot of fun with the ridiculousness of the movie and I just didn't. And so, you know, if I was to give this movie a rating, I wouldn't because I think this movie is, transcends ratings because it just doesn't deserve to be analyzed. But joke's on me because here I am analyzing the film. It just, man, it just wasn't good. And so we're going to do something a little bit different because instead of reviews today, because on the site that I usually use to find reviews, which are IMD and Letterboxd, there are a total on both websites of 79 reviews, which is... Not a lot, so it's pretty slim pickings out there. So I decided instead of these reviews and trying to find some reviews in these, you can hear my dog drinking water back there. Get a good listen to that. This is content, baby. This is content. Anyways, so instead of reviews, I'm gonna play a little game. I'm gonna give you a quote from the film, direct quote from the movie, a, a, a quote that Tim Ritter said, this is going on the paper. And from there, I just want you to guess what the context is. I'll give you the context in a second, but it's just a fun little game for you and me, listeners at home. I'm gonna give you the quote, give you a second to guess what the context is, and then I'm gonna tell you and you're gonna have your mind blown. So first quote, is that a corn in your pants? Are you happy to see me? 
Now, if you guessed that this line was said by a woman playing hide-and-go-seek with a drunk man and she sang it to a scarecrow with a shark head and a corn boner, then you were absolutely right. Next quote is, what are you, a marine biologist or something? Like George Costanza? If you guessed this line was said by a stripper to a serial killer at the foot of a shark shrine, then you were right. Last one, have a grenade, bitch. If you thought this line was said by a bald undercover CIA agent as he gently places a grenade onto the head of a half-god, half-human shark goddess, you were right. And, you know, as I wrote this, <laughs> these out-of-context quotes make this movie seem pretty badass, but trust me, it's a lot better in your head than it is on the screen. Do not be misled. This movie was bad and just not fun to watch. Those quotes are more fun than the movie is itself. And, you know, I, that's really, it's going to be a shorter episode because that's really all I have to say about Sharks of the Corn. It's just, it just wasn't fun. I just had a hard time with it. Again, maybe I need to, I don't want to ever revisit it, but maybe it's just this genre is something that needs to be visited with a group of friends and some legal drugs. Um, next up, we're going to do some geek film predict very quickly. Last week, uh, I predicted that Jungle Cruise was going to be sitting at a 7.3 because I thought people really love The Rock, but currently it's sitting at a 7.2 or a 6.8. So I was close and I, I even highballed this one because I'm always going low on these. I'm always thinking that the movies are going to be worse than they are, but of course this one's high, but I think it was pretty close. And then the, uh, my prediction for this week is going to be on August 6th. We got Suicide Squad coming out. And I'm going to see the movie, obviously. And I'm going to do the episode in a couple weeks. I'm going on a trip, so this is going to be a brief hiatus in episodes. But anyways, for Suicide Squad, the pre-screenings have been pretty good. A lot of people really love James Gunn. John Cena is in this one. And so my guess is it's going to be sitting at a 7.8 in a couple weeks. Because people seem to really be enjoying it so far. Um, for other things, if you're looking for something to watch, I watched The the Departed this week, which is a great film. It's old, right? It, it won Martin Scorsese, his best director Oscar. And uh, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, Jack Nicholson. It's a pretty solid cast. Alec Baldwin's in there. Super fun film. If you haven't seen it, I'd check it out. Much recommend for me. And uh, yeah, that's basically what I've been watching this week. I didn't have a lot of other films on my slate but, uh, yeah, I appreciate you listening. If you made it this far, please don't watch Shark of, Sharks of the Corn because it was booty. And uh, if, you want more, if you want more on me, I'm at, on Twitter at underscore underscore Luke Jackson. And I'm also, you can shoot me an email at luke.jackson at thegeekwave.com. Go check out all the other content on the Geek Wave. There's some great stuff. We have some exciting stuff coming. And yeah, I'll be back in a couple weeks with Blade is what I'm going to be doing next. I'm going to leave you with the wise words of a one-star review of Sharks of the Corn from a Letterboxd user named Pascal who says, I thought it'd be fun. I was wrong. Me too, Pascal. Uh, me too. Thanks for listening. For Geek Film Critic, I'm Luke Jackson. <laughs>